This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Everybody, uh, when uh, my father-in-law, my father-in-law doesn't look very Jewish. My father-in-law, actually, you wouldn't even know he was Jewish. He's a Yekish Yid, and he was in the steel business, very successful. He actually, uh, he actually retired when he was 40 years old. When you go with him through Manhattan or Brooklyn areas, he can actually show you which fire escapes he built. His forearms are thicker than my thighs. He's a big guy. And he uh, was working in steel for many years. And then finally, his lucky day arrived when some Yidin in Williamsburg hired him to do some steel work in a big building. Hundreds of thousands of dollar deal. And they didn't know he was Jewish because he doesn't look Jewish, not in a couple. And he gets hired. And in the end, he, um, you know, he got the first payment, and then he got the second payment while he was working, and then he uh, finished the job, and suddenly they didn't know him anymore. What they didn't know was two things. One thing they didn't know was that when he went home after the first meeting, when they signed the deal, he went to his wife, my shviga, and said to her, this is so exciting. I finally have real Jewish clients. I feel so Jewish right now. And he was so excited about it. And then he was crushed. Another thing he didn't know was that about 30 years later, my daughter would fly home from her trip to Israel in a cladle, dressed in a Sniyazdika dress, and suddenly Shomer Shabbos, and... And he looks at her and he's like, steam coming out of his ears. Like, and he says to her, he says to her, listen, I understand you want to keep Shabbos, you want to keep kosher, and you want to dress sneers. But whatever you do, never bring me a man in a black hat. Don't bring me home a boy in a black hat. These Hasidim in Williamsburg had no idea that they were setting up Yom Tov Glazer for 27 years at this point of trying to dig myself out of a hole six feet under. They had no idea about that. You have to understand that when you do business, and anytime you're interacting with Yidin or Goyim, Freyidin, Frumayidin, modern Orthodox Yidin, Goyim, you have to understand that your, your, your name, the name of Klal Yisrael, the Chatima, the Shtemple of a, a Kodesh Bochu is, is on you. And to make a Kiddush Hashem. Now it sounds like this is all bad news and it was like a horrible story, but wait till you hear what happens next. So we're not allowed at his house, you understand? Like we weren't, we got married, he smiled throughout the wedding, but I think like he took off the mask after he suffered through the wedding in Eretz Yisrael. And, he, and the rule was that we're never allowed to visit their home. They were running a bed and breakfast in the Berkshire Mountains in western Massachusetts. And uh, we weren't allowed to visit. Now, my, my, my shvigar's mom is a warm uh, Hungarian woman, you know. Like, she can't take it. She's not even, she can't host her Eneklach. She was going crazy. And she finally begged him, so he finally relented, and my father-in-law said, you can visit. 
And he says, but only one thing. No capo, no pais, no sitsis, no black and white clothing. And my wife was indignant. So she said, she said, shalom. Yeah, we're not visiting under those conditions. I look at my wife and I said, we have a kibudah ve'em deraisa here. Of course I can do this. Next thing you know, we fly to America. We go straight to the Gap. In the Gap, I've got now a lumberjack uh, flannel shirt for the country. I got uh, khaki pants. I bought a little cap, put my payas up inside the cap, tucked my sitsis in. I'm looking in front of the mirror. My wife's like, don't have too much fun here. You're having too much fun. We head up to the Berkshire Mountains in their bed and breakfast. They gave us a little side cabin right next to their house. And there, you know, I did my tefillin and my, my davening in there by myself inside the room. It's, we're supposed to be there for a week. Day one goes by, no problem. Day two goes by, no problem. Day three goes almost going by when there was a problem. And what was the problem? The problem was, can you imagine me, those of you who came to any of my shirim or know me on YouTube or on tour anytime, if any of you know me, how good do you think I'm going to be at hiding my Yiddishkeit? Not to mention that I'm a Karliner. So I decide I got to daven a Karliner davening. So what did I do? I know they were inside the other house drinking tea and whatever. And I closed the windows, put on the air conditioning system, and I closed the curtains. And I just started davening. From Baruch Shammar, I started going strong. But when I got to Shira Sayyam, I started going really strong. And when I got to the words, Tipulaleim, Amos of a Fachad, and I all of a sudden had in mind like, all the Yidden in the Berkshire Mountains who are hiding their Judaism, wrapped with, enwrapped in Goyim all around them, who they're trying to look good for. I had in mind, Tipulaleim, on the Goyim that the Yidden have been lost themselves in the American dream. Tipulaleim, but I, it was Carlina, Tipulaleim. It was like, Tipulaleim, And and I, I went nuts. And when I got to find them, Klal Yisrael, I fell on my face under my tallest and could not stop screaming for Klal Yisrael. And I'm under the tallest, just screaming and under the tallest, shaking. I couldn't love Next thing I know, there's an arm on my back. There's a hand on my back. I had no idea. See, in the back of my mind, I'm like, at least they're in the house. And I closed the doors. Guess what? The brother came out of the house to, like, walk the dog, I guess. And he goes running into the house and says, there's an emergency. Yom Tov screaming. The whole family came out and were standing outside the wall and windows next to where I was. My wife's like this. My mother-in-law is like, and my father-in-law is like this. My wife puts me back together. I'm sitting on the edge of the bed in the room. I'm like, <laughs> for like I couldn't talk. I'm after Baruch Shema. I can't even talk to her. I finished davening. She didn't say a word to me. I walk out of the place. She's already got my roller bag. And she says, 
She t- I'm like following her out of the house. She puts my roller bag in the back of her mother's car, and she says, "You're going to Brook. You're going to. You're going to Boston." And I'm like, "Okay." I get in my mother's car. I think she's driving in the Boston, my mother-in-law's car. She drives in the Greyhound station. <laughs> I'm on a Greyhound bus. I've been thrown out. And I get to Boston. I call my, my closest friend from Asia Torah, Chaim Yanko Levine. He's the rabbi down there. This is where the story ends. He's going to pizza with a guy who runs a lobster restaurant, engaged to a Goya. And, and he, he asked Rabbi Levine, my roommate from Asia Torah, he asked to meet with him to let him know, thank you, but no thanks. I'm not going to Israel on your trip. I'm marrying my Goya. I'm staying the manager of the lobster restaurant, but I wanted to thank you for the learning that we did. So he meets him at the pizza place. I called Chaim Yonko. He says, meet me at this pizza place. This guy and I were like love at first sight. Chaim Yonko eventually left. I kept learning with him in the pizza place. Eventually, this guy sat with me in the Lakewood Column, Boston, in the Mizrach, for the Sium of Meseches Sukkah. He flies to Eretz and becomes a Balchuva. This shows you the godless of a Kurdish Baruch because that horrible Chilil Hashem story saved a Yid. Because if it wasn't for that story, we would never have gotten to Boston and built a whole other Yiddish Ashtub from this story. We don't know what Hashem's doing, but there are lots of lessons in all of this story. And may we all be blessed to be a Kiddush Hashem. And the last thing I just want to say is I had so much fun with everybody. I loved the the times we had together this this weekend and uh, this Shabbos. And I just, you're, you're so beautiful, every one of you, and, and I can't wait to be back together. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.